You are listening to the Truth Talk Podcast with Kathy Crab Hannah. Welcome and thanks for joining me. This is the Truth Talk with Kathy Crab Hannah. And it I've, I've somehow always told the weather uh, for these podcasts, so it might give away when they're recorded, so I might stop doing that. We are going to start having a piece of cake every week when we have these, and I'm going to have a good one every week, a different one. Not starting tonight? Nope. My guest tonight, you all are in for such a treat because he absolutely hates to do, uh, he hates face, even Facebook Live. You hate Facebook Live, don't you? Yeah. Is ex- my husband ex- Steve. Especially. <laughs> especially hates Facebook Live. Would you? Did you agree to this a little bit easier because it's not video? You did, didn't, I, did I really agree to it a lot easier? I don't think so. No. Okay. I, we've, I had Cameron, my granddaughter, who is my assistant, mm-hmm. text him to try to make an appointment for this. <laughs> yeah, did I not? And, That's true. And, and he ignored and, me. And I, and, and I ignored her. <laughs> And he's laughing in the room, shaking. For those of you that know Steve, he loves to laugh. I did ignore you, didn't I? You did. Yeah. I was offended. It's fine. I'm sorry. He laughs from his inside out. So yeah. his, he laughs with his entire body. Mm-hmm. And everybody loves to watch him laugh. So mm-hmm. I'm really sad we don't have video at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we're here, Steve, to talk about us. That's right. You want to talk about us? Talk about How about me. we talk about you? Talk about me. So... Let's start with kind of where you were in your life when we met. Let's just give them, they know my background probably, and if they don't, they probably will. And if they're listening to this, they probably know all they want to know about me already because I've already talked a lot in the last few segments. But let's talk about you. Where were you in your life removed from me before we met? Right. Well, I had been married for... 13 years. How, how long, how old were you when you got married? 29. Were you, before you married, were you a wild one or were you a church boy? He didn't, he didn't know I was going to ask that. <laughs> were you, um, what were your dreams and aspirations when you were 25? Well, I was in what, 25. I, I just got into real estate, I guess. Are and, you kidding me? No, so you've been in real estate for long, like 90 years? Long time. <laughs> <laughs> 90? But I was in a graphic arts business too during that time. Okay, so, so yeah. were you like you? How was your you know your social life? Did you date a lot of people? Honestly, well, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm asking. Well, I, I back when I was 25, I probably just ran a lot. That's probably about size when you of, say ran a lot. What's that mean? Just just was out with friends, you know, just out doing things, you know. I don't. Tell me. Well. <laughs> Explain. He was handsome. I'm sure you he was. We, we, we just, just. He's still what, handsome. Norm, I mean, you still normal, are handsome. Normal. Well, I don't know if you would call it normal, but just. <laughs> <laughs> what did that mean? <laughs> what just happened? He just dissed it. He just said I wasn't normal. <laughs> I said, I don't know if you would call it normal. That's what I said. Okay. I just used to run with my friends back then, you know. Okay. All my rowdy friends. So, you know. And I got married when I was 29 and settled down. I I was 17 when I got married and, you know, my story. So, we really do come from different places. Right. I had been a mother my whole life. Yeah. I was a child and I became a mother. Right. Then I became a grandmother. So, I Mm -hmm. come from a very different place of taking care of kids when I was a kid. 
and you waited till you were an adult to get yeah. married, which is very smart. Yeah, I'm I think 29, I, and then I but I went from single to married with three children. One was five, one was 12, and one was 16, and she was handicapped. You married an older woman, I five did. years older, or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sad to say that you've done it again. Well, that's. I guess that's I'm t- I said every day, I'm too old for you. I'm getting to <clears throat> really old age before you, and it's not right and not fair. And I always tell you that's silly, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of older than me sometimes. You're yeah. grumpier than I am. <laughs> He's laughing again, y'all. Yeah. He's doing the... The, yeah. the kids call it the jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're watching, just envision. Mm-hmm. He's doing the jackhammer. So you... Now, tell- we're married for 13 years. And then I kind of got blindsided by the situation and uh, ended up divorced. And I was, sad. Yeah. And I was, I was single probably for three years. And uh, Yeah, there's been rumors over the years. I've had a lot of little snide. I'm going to be just so candid in this mm-hmm. podcast. Right. I ain't going to just tell it. Y'all don't tune out. It's going to happen. I have been so hounded with little ugly messages that had derived from lies that you broke up the crab family that we had a no, I, and I didn't know you until I, I didn't even know who the what the crab who or what the crab <laughs> we family going was. there we gonna go there, <laughs> but I had been alone and I was divorced, mm-hmm. and um, did we just dive into this? Yeah, okay. Do you want do you want to finish up who you were before you met me? Because you're never going to get to go back to that. Right. Don't see it. Okay. Well, anyway, I've been divorced for about three years. For three years, I had dated uh, a little bit, you know, during that time, and then anybody that you really liked. Well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a little bit, but you know, then that that didn't work. So we. What well, what is that? I don't know. It and just, then you it, had to settle for caffeine. No, no, that no, that's not the case. No. But anyway, no, I, I I got on. He's going to really be mad at you, Cameron. Cameron, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I had to settle for no. Yeah, no. there it is. No. Um, but anyway, uh, what I got on Match.com. Yep. Yeah. And. What well, gave you the nerve to do that? I well, I mean, I didn't like the I didn't like the the bar scene. the bar scene, and I didn't like what you would get out of the bar scene. And so you were on there looking for somebody with a profile that said Christian, Republican, Republican. Christian. Yeah, right. Steve's pretty Some, strong. This political opinion. Somebody that uh, you know that I, I just I don't know. I just wasn't into that whole bar yeah. scene or anything anymore so well before we, that's why i decided to do that before we dive into that let's talk about your spiritual life mm-hmm. because i know mm-hmm. the stories you've told me which are very few because i didn't even i don't really know if you who his ex-girlfriends were i don't really know much about him i mean he doesn't talk about himself well you know what they don't really you don't that, talk no, about no, yourself no, well none of those people really mattered so that was kind of no. like until I met you, honey. Aww. He doesn't really give you a lot of history. I mean, he could be like wanted in New Mexico or something for all I know. <laughs> I have no clue. Because <laughs> he just doesn't give you a lot. Once we were at your mom's on Christmas or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving or something, and she's talked about 
one time you had gotten arrested. She did tell me that for something that you did as a little kid when you ran away. He ran away from home. Yeah, I did. Right, I did when I was. When it was I, a juvie thing. I was fifteen years old. Yeah, so there we go. We but all it, did things when we were fifteen. But yeah, we, how, we ran away to the uh, a beach house and we took our fishing poles. That's a true story. Oh, and they, yeah. his friend and, took his dad's car. And, and, we, <laughs> and when we got, by the time we got down there, the cops met us. They knew where we were going. Oh my gosh! <laughs> my point is, I did not know that story until your mom told me. Yeah. And then, and he's he's at least fifty five years old when he's tell when she's telling this. He's an old man. Uh-huh. Well, that's not really an old man, but he's he's an older man. And he said, Mom, don't tell everything. Like, oh, my Lord, you were 15 years old. Tell me about this. It's hilarious. It was 40 years ago. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. But it is a funny story. His his friend's dad took his dad's car, and they just thought they'd go to the beach. That's so funny. Yeah. That's why we go You know what was funny is, is the guy that, that drove down there, he was 15, too. We were both 15, and we ran away. Yeah. From what? And, and we had... <laughs> We had hardly no money. We bought a, a pack of bologna and, and a loaf of bread. And that's all. And that's that's going to have to last us till we got made some money. <laughs> <laughs> we were really smart. We were, we were really smart. That's really a funny story. Yeah. And I'm so glad your mom shared that with me so I could mention on a podcast in yeah. 2022. Yeah, that's right. And make your face turn red. Yeah. You hated me telling that, didn't you? That's all right. Okay, so... TheMatch.com. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Before I've heard you, when I when and I, I'll, I'll jump it back and then back. But when we got married, he had these boxes. I mean, we got married in six and a half weeks. We met and married in six and a half weeks, and we'll go there in a second. Mm-hmm. But he had these boxes and boxes and boxes, which I guess we still have somewhere mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. junk mm-hmm. of Joyce Meyer. I'm, I don't know if they were VHS or CDs or they were D, books, they were, DVDs. Well, I don't know what they, they were. They were just just CDs. But he said they to me, DVDs. you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said <laughs> to me, yeah, she's really gotten me through some stuff. So there was a place, and I'm going to be spiritual for a minute if, uh-huh. you, yeah. if you'll just allow me. Mm-hmm. There was a place where you kind of got frustrated with being frustrated, and you just decided, I'm going to dig in here. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dig in and start asking God to yeah. help me get my life where I feel like I can be happy again. You've told me all this. Yeah, absolutely. And instead of, and something about her teaching really appeals to him, mm-hmm. her Bible teaching. Right. And did you ever go get to go meet her? Did we ever make that happen? We never, well, we went to go, we saw her at, uh, I think, TVN one night, but when I didn't never talk, I've never talked to her. Well, anyway, uh, he, that was his, that was his Bible teacher back mm-hmm. in those days, which mm-hmm. I thought was, you know, we, the women in our lives are, we have a lot of ministry women in our family yeah. They get out and preach and teach and do. And we always think when we go out and do these videos and these women's conferences, we're doing these for, and I'm making a point, we were doing these for women. Mm -hmm. But his story Mm -hmm. is that a woman going and teaching and preaching mostly to women was his ministry Mm -hmm. 
during his rough time. Yeah. So I've never quite forgotten how that was your person mm -hmm. to keep your gospel flowing, even in the, I mean, he was, he was in a dark place. I know he was. Mm -hmm. He's told me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I had a friend that worked for my family. She was turning 30. And I'm from Kentucky, and I just think that, you know, you it, it, when they get to about 30, you start marrying them off. Seriously. So, sweetest girl in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's basically family. And um, she had kind of been a, a little bit addicted to workaholism. Big time worker, um, took the kind of took the hit for everybody. Put everybody first. A servant's heart type, where she was worried about if Jason had his dry cleaning and if Kelly's kids had a meal, and you know, kind of an encompassing, making sure the family's photo shoot was good and that their flights were right to go wherever they're going. And you know, big time crab family, just stood back there and just encompassed all things. And had spent several years doing that. Really gave of herself at night on weekends. Just kind of thrust herself into the job. And I wake up one day and she's fixing to be 30. And really came to, came to Nashville probably, I want to say maybe right out of college. So it occurs to me. So she, had, when my divorce happened, um, I crashed. I was shocked. I didn't know it was coming. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it might have come three or four years earlier. But at this point, I thought, okay, we've, we've got this patched up. And I, I didn't know it was coming. I was very, as you said, blindsided. So my kids are on the road for, you know, for the most part. Crystal has kind of small kids that are in school. And she can't just come and stay with me every weekend. She's got a lot of stuff with her children. So, and the rest of them were on the road. I mean, they were pregnant. I mean, a lot of them, a lot of babies being born, this and that. Daughters-in-law were supportive. I had a lot of support from Shelly and Amanda in those days. <clears throat> I mean, all of their in-laws, really. But they couldn't move in with me. So, when this went down, my house kind of became the Golden Girls kind of thing. I had this big old house, and my cousin from Kentucky moved in. She was a year older than me, kind of an old woman, divorced. I mean, I was 50-ish. And then the 30-year-old. And so here we are. Hilarious household. Where it's kind of a hodgepodge. My grandkids are in and out. Y'all, Cameron, mm -hmm. you can attest to this. In and out mm -hmm. in the pool, in and out in the pantry. In and out eating, in and out messing, in and out whatever. And it was almost like Grand Central Station, but yet at night it was dark and quiet and it it was very big and I was very alone and I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not there yet. So we moved, those two girls moved in upstairs and babysat me at night. Cause I, you know, I think maybe there was some days where all the kids thought I was maybe a little bit un, I was pretty bad. I was pretty depressed. I would get my pillow and lay in my closet, and this this is in my books. I've written about this over and over, but I would get my pillow and lay in my closet and say, God, I don't know exactly where I'm at right now. 
you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's not that I was never going to live again. Of course I was going to live again. There was a part of me that was so relieved with what was going on. So relieved. But I have the crab family on the road. I've got a huge business I'm running. Huge. I mean, as hard as I work now, it was that hard then, only it was actually encompassing a lot more responsibility. Mm -hmm. So I have all of this business I'm doing and all this responsibility. I'm 30 people probably on payroll. And I'm laying on the floor all night and sleeping in the closet instead of my bed because somehow I felt better to do that. So these girls moved in, stayed a long time. They had to run them off, didn't we? But this was, you know, way deep into this. And I was better. I was better. I was going to be fine. So I said one night, I'm going to find your boyfriend. I'm going to get you married off. I mean, you know how I told you you were going to buy a house? Mm -hmm. We need to get you a house, and we had one by like three days later. Uh, not even. Yeah. Not even. Two days later or something like that. Yeah. So it was sort of like that. You said, said that's the 30-year-old. Yes. I said, honey. That's why you got to watch what you tell her, because you tell her something. I'm going to find she's a gonna, solution. She's going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to find so you got to make sure. She's going to make it happen. <laughs> you got to make sure that's what you want to happen before, <laughs> before you, you say, say it. Because <laughs> if you say it. It's, well, it's I love this girl, this child like my own. She yeah. was very much like a sister to my children. I mean, mm -hmm. we're very close and will always be. But, and I could say her name, but it's in my book. But if y'all want to know, just go by the book. Okay, so um, I knew that her window of, I mean, I, I didn't know if she wanted to have 19 kids or I'm just like, it's time. We need to, we didn't get you married off. Get you somebody that'll be there to share your life with you. you. It's not fair for you to give your life. Here's really where I was. You've given kind of your really, really good 20-something years to this ministry. And this ministry, I knew in my heart of hearts that it was going to dissipate and everybody was going to go their separate. I knew that already. Even though I never said it out loud, I knew that it was going to dissipate and we were going to splinter into from one to five, six, seven ministry. I knew that. I knew it. The Lord had let me know that. And I'm like, when that happens, her she's invested so much. Anyway, a lot, of, a lot about that, but it's, it's very important in the big scheme of life. So I said, we're going to get your boyfriend. And so my, the other old woman roommate that's my age says, I know, let's put her on a, like a, one of those dating websites. We have one computer in the house. You know, it was back in the early days. People didn't have, y'all, we didn't have Wi-Fi on our phones. We didn't have iPads. We didn't have iPods. Might have been on the verge of iPods during that moment. But there was nothing that was Wi-Fi. You know, no attachment to the internet. Mm -hmm. So you have one computer in the house, and everybody has to gather around it. It's like a family gathering. So the three of us go to that computer, and we make her a profile. Like, we go on the computer, and we just start inputting. So we make up her birthday. We make a fake name. We tell her, we tell, you know, some close to her age mm -hmm. and talk about her employment in very vague terms. Um, I don't even know that we really put enough for it to really even be close to who she was, but we did it. So then she said, 
I'm going to delete that unless you all do the same thing. Both, all of us were single. We're golden girls. I'm telling you. We were about as bad as them. <laughs> and so they, they kind of fiddle around. So I do the same thing. Fake name. No picture. Nothing about it was true. Fake birthday. Fake date of birth. Year of birth. The only thing that wasn't fake, and I didn't expect to ever answer anything. I mean, you don't really email people on Match.com in those days. You got, you had to go through, like somebody emailed it, it went to somewhere else, and then you got it, and you could respond or not, and they would never know what your email address was. So it's pretty insulated, pretty safe. So they faked me up, and when it got ready to type your you you have a section where you can type your your views on things right, right? Mm -hmm. you know like political or you know something like that christian conservative whatever so when we got to that i'm like i'm gonna do that myself because you're not gonna even fake you're not gonna pretend to be me if you're gonna be a liberal <laughs> that's basically <laughs> i mean they weren't gonna be but i'm like i, I don't want to let anybody know who reads this and i am not a liberal so I go and, and type that, and that's all I did. So then we did the third girl, the another grandma girl, did her. And everybody had the same birthday, July 4th. Different years, but we all picked that day. So everything was kind of fake. That was that. End of subject. Weeks passed. And I went on a cruise with my friends, but to the crab family was going to sing on a cruise, singing to sea. Steve, you want to jump in anytime? Well, I was just going to say, well, I, I read the profile and it, it, it interested me. Your writing interested me. So I started, started texting you. you know, no, like it wasn't said, texting. Well, not texting, but. You started wearing out the email. Well, they, wearing out. <laughs> you did. Well, well, I did send you. I send you an email, right? Multiples. Multiples. Well, own it, baby. Own it. Well, you you was answering. <laughs> well, I was on this cruise, and I had my high school girlfriends. I didn't really go to high school, but they were from my town, and we all went on this cruise uh, around the time of my fiftieth birthday. So after, but not much after, and. So, the, you know, they're all married for a zillion years, and I'm sitting here with all this newness of a single life and had not had a date, had not even had... We didn't have texting, or I didn't have texting. No. Maybe some people did, but not me. And I had not had any interaction with a male in, you know, decades, basically. It was kind of like, okay, this is really weird and really hard, you know, very difficult. As you say, never really probably been to a bar socially in my life. Mm -hmm. Maybe been in one for a, a singer, a, what do you call singer-songwriter night or something in Nashville when I needed to go to one before. But I'm very uncomfortable in that environment, very Beaverdam. You know, we didn't have bars in Beaverdam in those days. And we were just, you know, kind of churched kids when I was a kid. And I didn't really understand much about nightlife. When you said you were out running with your friends and I really don't even know what that means well I mean I don't, I, and I'm not spiritual I'm not okay. better I'm not spiritual at all because my life's been more of a train wreck with, than yours mm -hmm. but it's just we have different kinds of train wrecks mm -hmm. we get married at 17 make a mess and we this and that make 
Nash Steve is born and raised in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in an urban area where there's lots of access. Anyway, so we get anyway. So we get every all the all three of us Golden Girls are fake named. No picture on this website. Well, I start getting these hits from him when I'm on this cruise. And you go into this room on the cruise and to, to check your email. You and know that, that that was when I think that was when AOL was still. What, you've got mail. Yeah, you've got mail, Dale. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so uh, you've got mail. Yes. Well, I'm on this trip, and I'm the Crab Family, you know, owner slash momager. Mm-hmm. Tell them what that is, Cameron. Um, a momager. It's think like Chris Jenner. She's another good... No, 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 no. Not that you are Kris Jenner, but the way that she... She's their mom, and she loves them, and she takes care of them, you know, as a mom would, but she's also their manager, and she makes sure that everybody's, you know... She she does both roles. So Kathy is, like, the definition of a momager. I read the other day that Kris Jenner, the devil works really hard, but not harder than Kris Jenner. Yeah, and that's kind of... I mean, you could kind of say the same thing about Kathy. Okay, so anyway... That's a momager. So I'm on a cruise ship, and all my friends are doing their, you know, cruise ship stuff, and I'm sitting in this... uh, internet cafe or whatever you want to call that answering crime family emails and interacting with my office that back home I had a staff of people in an office mm-hmm. that are back here working while I'm on this cruise with my friends from school or my friends from childhood and my kids my singing kids and all my band kids and all that so this guy keeps I mean you probably he's he's making me a face I know you email me at least five times <laughs> well, you, you you emailed me at least five times back. No, I didn't. No, I didn't because I didn't see them. And these girls, you can ask my friends. Okay. We're going to have a fight over this. <laughs> I feel it coming. I'm sure you could pull up the proof somewhere. <clears throat> I probably could because could probably I have at up. least 500,000 emails say well. But um, my girlfriends are, they're just giddy. You know, they're old women. That are going, oh, this is so cool. You need to, so you just answer through this computer? I mean, real, we're all real stupid, green. Like, you need to answer him. Answer who's, him. Who's See that? what else he'll say. Who was saying that? Yaw, yaw, the yaw-yaws. Oh. The yaw-yaws. Yeah. So I, so I answer you. I also called back home. You know, it cost at least $40 million to make a phone call and shit. Oh, yeah. And I said, and so you you say to me, I will email you from my email account. So, you know, we're kind of starting to change. We don't know each other's name. Mm-hmm. I don't have a name. He had a name. You even had a picture. And he was cute. I mean, you were well, cute. Thank, well, thank you. <laughs> you were cute. And those girls said, he's cute. You need to meet him. So I get your email address, and I ask you your name. Of course, you told me. I had my office do a background check on you. Which I didn't know. Which was brand new. <laughs> it was very almost impossible. We got an address, and I sent somebody to drive by his house. A stalker. <laughs> and to make sure, you know, I just want to make sure he was a real person. Mm-hmm. I knew yeah. you'd have the same yeah. job for, you know, mm-hmm. 20 years or something. Wow. You were kind of making sure that you weren't getting catfished before catfishing was even a thing. Yeah, I you didn't know what, know what you call it. I just didn't yeah. want to be murdered. You yeah. know, I didn't want to be murdered yeah. in a parking lot. <clears throat> I've had my throat cut in a parking lot. I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. So, 
We I did the background, but you didn't do a background on me at all. Because when I met him, he was so. That's, that's why I kind of just met you at a, like a. Yeah, so public. So public he, location. So I'm coming home from this cruise on a Saturday. We're, we flew home, and those girls were like, "You need to meet him." And we're gonna go. We're gonna go hang out in the parking lot, and you know, stalk and stuff. As it turned out, they were exhausted. They'd been home, gone from home for a week. Their husbands and their families. And they ended up going back to Kentucky and then nobody stayed until Sunday. But I was going to meet you, I believe, on a, was it a Sunday afternoon, I think? I can't Maybe remember. Maybe four or five I don't remember what day it was. We'd but... flown in Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. I slept in probably a little bit and got rested. We set this meeting and I'll let you ask you where you wanted to meet. Well, I got you to meet me at a Mexican restaurant. It was kind of like a public it was... place. A public mm-hmm. place. It was so nice, too. Yeah, it was. The sticky time was. It was so nice. <laughs> I mean, if if a girl is going to judge on a first date, yeah. we might not be setting him. Well, that's true. <laughs> Just telling you. It was a, Rex, a Mexican restaurant I'd never mm-hmm. been to because mm-hmm. I thought, man, that place looks like a dump. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been there. Hey, they had good food, though. I did have good food. Honey, when you're going on a date like that... Just in case I die and you do it again. Okay, you think I'm going to do that you again? Don't, you don't necessarily. Is match com, Match.com still available? Yeah, Match.com is still there. You might want to keep your account. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever, I'm just giving you a tip, okay? Uh-huh. If you're ever going to have a first impression date mm-hmm. with somebody you've never met before, right? pick a nicer place because <laughs> that pl- it was an old Pizza Hut building. <laughs> Right? Probably. I think they tore it down. Now it's a Burger King. And you don't really, you don't really choose a place for the food necessarily. Mm -hmm. Maybe, well, maybe, but okay, okay. Unless it's like the Palm, like the Palm. But it was. We we don't need to worry about that though. No, but I want to tell it because it's it's very important to me (laughs) that they know that sometimes there's a little substance there Mm -hmm. when there's not a good choice. There's not a good Mm -hmm. restaurant selector. Okay, so I sat down thinking, okay, this is 10 minutes of my life. I'm out of here as soon as he sits down and comes in. This was dumb. I'm not ready for this. I'm about to vomit because I hadn't been on a date since, you know, I was in my, like, like at 30, maybe 30. So it was hard, very difficult. And he sits down and you ordered chips and you weren't bashful to eat them. No. I don't think I, I think I t- talked a lot. You, yeah, you. I'm talked. shocked. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You. Nervous talk. Yeah. You know, just nervous uh-huh. talk. Okay, now you, you tell what, your impression. What did, what you did, tell your impression of me. I've already told mine. Well, I thought she was cute. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and and you were interesting. I'm sure. Yeah. And I think that's that's when you started telling me about your kids singing music or something. Mm-hmm. Well, here was the kinda, deal. They kind of scared me. It was, a li- yeah. it was a litmus test because if you were a fan mm-hmm. of their music, I was over and out, was not interested mm-hmm. in somebody that wanted to be a bass singer mm-hmm. or a piano player or a booking agent or a front row seat in a backstage pass. Not interested. I mean, I know that sounds really stupid. Not interested. Mm-hmm. If you'd been a Pentecostal preacher, wouldn't have been interested. Okay. Just so, had my buttons. Now you. Yeah. 
But you started telling me about your kids doing music. I thought they might live at home, and they were like, there's like, there's so many. I could see the radar going off. There's there's so many starving artists in in Nashville. I didn't know what you had. He had never heard of the Crab Family. Never heard of the Crab Family. In fact, I asked one of your help one time, are the Crab Family, are they a big deal, or what's what's the deal with them? Are they, <laughs> are they? <laughs> well, the night we met, I could tell that he thought my kids probably, I'm a, I probably kept them up. Is that what you thought? Well, I just, I didn't know. I just, I didn't. You worried about it, weren't you? I was a little bit. I was worried yeah. about the, yeah. You said you got, I forget how many grandkids I had, 10 maybe or something at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember you said, what? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a double take thing. Yeah. How many did I have, Cameron, at that time? Oh, gosh. What year would that have been? It was all, we were all the way up to. Well, it would have Charlie been... was the first baby after yeah, we married. Yeah, Charlie was the first baby. It was up to Emma. We were up to Emma. She was born so... before I met Yeah, I remember her. Emma. Yeah, Emma. Yeah. She was already born. Mm-hmm. So, Cameron, so maybe seven or eight. Okay, so whatever it was, it mortified him. Yeah. A little bit. So we talked through. So I'm going, you know what? He does not have a clue. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a final test. Mm-hmm. Now, we're <laughs> two hours in now. We've right. been, I'm, my mm-hmm. 10 minutes has stretched into two hours. And he's, te- you know, and he starts telling me built. He's he's building a little neighborhood out. He's got a little side. He's been a real estate broker for however many since you know ninety five years or something. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that he builds out houses. Yeah, I was building houses. At Our the second night. date, you took me to see one. Mm-hmm. Did I? I can't. Oh, I did. Didn't it I? was under construction. I yeah. was kind of, you know, I'm a house person. It went in. The, it's not in the best. Of, well, it went in the best of neighborhoods. Uh-uh. But, no, I didn't want to live there, but I but was We like, were selling okay. them, though. Yeah. So, so we talk about, I think we talk about houses a good bit, and then you tell me about, you know, that you that you have, you're a, a real estate broker, but you also have a contractor's license, and you've built out this little neighborhood, and you're in the middle of that. I'm like, okay. And I said, so, so he's sort of convinced me that he's not a gospel music fan, mm-hmm. which was absolutely a must. Mm-hmm. I must. I was convincing you that I. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was. I was, it was sold. Con- it was convincing. I was you. sold yeah. that you were not a gospel music fan, so yeah. I was like, okay. Well, that wasn't a genre that I used. To, I mean, no, no. Heathen over here. Huh? Heathen over here, listening to some rock music. <laughs> so I said to him, "So have you ever heard of Bill Gaither?" Because thinking, okay, he's going to go. Yeah, I want to go see one of his shows or something. And then I'm going to go. You just lied to me. And he said, is, is he a realtor? And when he said, is Bill Gaither a realtor? Then I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I might have, you know, this guy might have a chance. Mm-hmm. So we closed out with, I said, well, my kids make their own living. I don't, I don't have to support them. They, they're doing okay. And we all have their own house and everything. He's like, Really? Yeah, all of them have their own house. They don't live at home. He's like, okay, all right. It's it's like I had to clear that up mm-hmm. for him to be interested, mm-hmm. and he and for me, I had to clear up that he was not looking for a backstage pass to the Grand Ole Opry. So we had these issues, you know. So then, can I tell more about that night? So we're leaving, and he says. 
Go ahead. Well, I mean, I hope there's nothing I don't know to tell. <laughs> I don't think there's any secrets. Yeah. So we get ready to leave the dumpy Mexican restaurant with the sticky tables. Um, and so you really like that place. I loved it. You notice, you notice every time after that, I said, we're not going there again. I hate that place. Yeah. But we're leaving, and he said, can I drop you? This is like, can I just drive you by my house and show you where I live so you know I'm not a stalker? Or, you know, and I'm thinking... They already told me where you live. I hadn't really you driven by myself, but, but they... You didn't, you didn't tell me that, though. No, of yeah. course not. <laughs> I didn't find out about that until years later. And around. I said, well, sure. And he said, if you wouldn't mind, could we drive by your house? <laughs> and I was like... Did I say that? You did. Oh, Lord, yes, you did. I don't remember that. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm not... Okay. All right. He, he just sure wants to make sure I'm not the person with the with the... Chainsaw that's going to come after you and cut right, your head off. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the first the first girl that I dated on Match.com before you, the one right, Ooh, be- one right before that, she was like psycho. So <laughs> You've never told me that. Well, she was. She had a bunch of dogs. <gasps> and she, so people with dogs are psycho? And, and, and she saying? just, yeah. She crazy? She, yeah, she crazy. She come off. So you're making sure she was she wasn't crazy from what you could see. Well, I mean, from her I, house. I asked her about going to like going to with some friends to a, a ball game, and she goes, "Well, I got all dressed up like this, and you want us to go to a ball field?" Oh, I mean, just <laughs> I go, "All righty then, okay." So I was competing with a girl with dogs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you won. Um, <laughs> nice. You didn't have any dogs. No, I had one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Diggy. We don't have to talk <laughs> So, anyway, we get ready for him to do the drive-by. He's a real estate broker, so he's going to always do a drive-by to see where I live, to make sure I had a really, a really, really had a house. And I was really who I said it was. He had no idea who I was. And when I told him what I did for a living, he didn't get it. He didn't even understand what I did for a living. He didn't get it at all. So I said, sure. And he said, do you mind if we drive your car? Remember this? Yeah, I do. And I said, well, that's weird, but okay. Then I was feeling a little bit wishing I wouldn't have agreed to this. So we got in my car. Did I drive or did you? Thank you. Let I me. think I drove. Did you drive? Yeah, I you did so. drive. Okay. I hope you drove on your first date with a guy. Yeah, you know. I, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Know. Ladies, if you I do this, really drive. <laughs> drive. Yeah. But remember, I've done a background check. Mm-hmm. He's worked at the same place. And you've known him for like two hours, so what can go wrong? And he, well, but he has credibility. Very much traceable. Mm-hmm. Job credibility. Knew who his parents were. That's amazing to me. Yeah. That is. So I would have never that is so met you me. without knowing who you were okay. ever. Just okay. girls, if you're listening, that that's the best advice you'll ever get if you're going to date. Everybody dates online now. Just mm-hmm. so you know. Did you know that, Steve? Everybody dates online. Well, it's like doubt a, it. I mean, it, people don't know how to, to meet people out anymore. They yeah. don't. It just doesn't happen. Well, it's so much. It's so much easier. You so, filter I mean, out. You the, know. You you know. That person out there is actually looking to meet somebody. You don't, they're you they're don't, right. You don't say, hey, look at this person. That person will really be married. You know? Ooh, so that's happened to you before. Is that what you're saying? No. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying you know what you're, you know what, you know. Your interest. You know, they've got an interest and, and you've got an interest. And whether y'all have an 
interest together is whatever. Yeah. yeah, true. And we were kind of on the cutting edge. There was no, like you, people were ashamed to tell that in mm-hmm. those days. And I did it accidentally. He had had three years to marinate after a divorce. So he was done. He was ready. I wasn't really ready. Yeah, I mean, was, unfortunately. He was still bitter party of one. Of one. Yeah. <laughs> I was not ready at all. But, you know, God knows everything. But... So, anyway, we drive, get in my car. We drive by his house by my house. So, now we both have an address. I already had one, but now he has one, too. We go home. Done. The next day, he calls and says, would you like to have dinner tonight? Well, okay. That's really quick. But, sure. So, we, he said, let's go to the Black Eyed Pea this time. Oh, we stepped right. up. We stepped we're up. We're going up. up. I, we're, we're probably, done, probably, we done got it. Went yeah. up big time. Big it sounds time. like you kept the Black Eyed Pea in business. You talked about the Black Eyed Pea on the last podcast, too. And we did keep it in business. So, there was that was, Well, that was back when, when they still had mm-hmm. Taylor Swift CDs. And, yes. And, at the front counter. Yeah. yeah. The, like, she just made a CD. She was about 14 mm-hmm. or yeah. so. Mm-hmm. And then she made it out here in a little studio, yeah. and nobody knew who she was. Her parents were friends with the people at the Black IP. So they were trying to... I remember well, going in there when we bought our houses here. Mm-hmm. The year we all moved to Nashville, we met, we'd meet our realtor there. We were driving in from Beaverdam, we'd meet our realtor there. And every time she would say, we've got this little girl, and they've got their CDs up there, and the people at the Black IP were pushing them, trying to, I mean, trying their best to sell them. Mm-hmm. It was quite hysterical. And if... Now, if we had those CDs, they probably have a lot of value, mm-hmm. yeah. and we probably bought one, but I don't know where it is. But so that was back that far ago. We go to the Black Eyed Pea and we sit down, and I realized when I get home and I've had this actual date with this human that my profile has July fourth, my birth year nineteen something. But when I did the, I mean, we made these birth years up and we made the birth days up. And when I do the math and look at that, I'm saying that I'm like. You was like. 44, 45. Yeah, and that's how old I was. I don't think think you were even that old. You were 44. I was 44 and I think you were were saying you were 40. I was saying I was like 44 or 45. Right, right. Which was actually. 50. (laughs) She was actually 50. But see, I don't think I'm ever going to really have a date. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. picture, no reality. There was, it was all ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Everything about my profile was ambiguous. And you knew it was ambiguous. You were like, this is not a person really looking to date somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, you, I can't remember all the ambiguous things we did, but there, it was clear. I mean, nobody else tried to date me. Just saying. I really didn't have any other any takers. Nobody. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, you're... you're profile which is so interesting so just what i wrote about my politics mm-hmm. yeah that's how i got this man yeah yeah Girls, there you go. think about it her, so, her brain got me so we're at the, so i realized after i've had this legit meeting with him that I, that he thinks i'm younger than i am and i'm 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 tore up about it upset about it. i'm like oh my lord I, i'm i've got it yeah i gotta have one more meeting with him because i've got to clear that up and I thought that would be it. Like, this is not going nowhere. He's too young for me. I love that you called it a meeting, not a date. I've got to have a meeting with him. <laughs> you didn't call it a meeting. Well, really. it's kind of what, you know, it's what I call everything. 
Um, it's a party if we have cake. If we don't have cake, it's just a meeting. Meet Julia Child. But we met, and I sat down, and immediately I said, I need to tell you something before we... I don't think we'd ordered a tea or mm -hmm. a Coke yet. No, we're sitting there. I said, I need to tell you something. I need you to... I want you just up front. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't intentional. I'd really never expected to ever meet anybody on this silly thing I've done. Mm -hmm. it, was not in, it was not what I thought my future looked like. I was trying to get my friend to go on a date, which, by the way, she did go on a date. She did marry somebody, and she's happy. Been happy for years. So there was a good ending to that for her. But he, I said, I want to confess that my age is wrong, and I feel like I've lied to you, and I have to tell you. And so I'm sure you don't want to eat dinner with me. I really was kind of like dis dismissing the meeting. I'm sure you don't want to eat dinner with me. But here's the deal. I'm 50. <laughs> and then he said, what? Well, I said, I had to tell you something, too. <laughs> I said, I really smoke. <laughs> Remember last night when he wouldn't let me drive in his vehicle? Because he didn't yeah, want to smoke. My, 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 smoke. My, my truck smelled like a... Cigarette. Cigarette. Oh, my gosh. That's why I wouldn't let her. That's so you why, were both that's why, that's why I wanted to take her. Let's take your car and go ride. And oh, look my at, gosh. So uh, then you said, but I, I did something today. Yeah. I bought a Ralph Mustang. He bought a new car. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can drive you in my car. And I, he kept his truck. He just bought an additional vehicle. <laughs> right. Like a really fast. Yeah. Child's can, can, a, a canary spool. yellow with black stripes. On a spoiled. Did you young remember? Man's do you remember that car? No, Cameron? honey, she was like I was little. So little. Uh, Did well, that? was when, like seven. I, I mean, what year was it? Two thousand. It was a two thousand seven, I think. What? No, it couldn't have been. It yeah, was yeah, it was six. a two. It was a six. Yeah, it was six. It was an O. I was year older than Abby, so no, I don't. Yeah, it was an O six uh, yellow Mustang with black stripes on. Over the well from the hood, kind of gets you put in jail, kind of car. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to know what the What went through? Obviously, you responded and said that you smoked. But what was your, what was your initial reaction when she said, "I'm 50"? Did you have a moment of like, "Oh no," or were you like, "Okay, no biggie"? Not really. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Just a few years. It's a, it's six years. Yeah, I was in first grade. When it's I was not born. like y'all are 18 and 24. You know, when you're a little right. bit older, it doesn't really matter. I felt too old for him. I'll yeah. be real about it. I don't think that's a big deal at all. But then when he said he smoked, I said, well, I'm allergic to smoke, and I ain't. <laughs> I was like, nope, yeah. can't do that. Well, what happened then? Well, you bought a new car. <laughs> oh, okay. But I mean, Did you, you know I can't be around smoke? Okay. You said you're out are like you that, just, but, are you, you, but we're still here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but you said to me, uh -huh. do you remember what you said? Ooh, we're going to have a fight. Oh. <laughs> what did you say? Well, that was, how much later was that? That was the next day. Did you, I tell you that? You said, I won't smoke around you ever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ever. Mm -hmm. You'll never, ever have to worry about me smoking around you. I'm like, okay, well, then you best not smoke. Because mm -hmm. if we're going to be around each other, what are you going to do? Yeah. But... I'm very, very allergic to cigarette smoke. Yeah. I'm like the most. And Steve doesn't smoke anymore. So no, I quit. I quit smoking. Yeah, about the time we got married. Yeah, but, yeah, I've been quit for a long time. For a long Fifteen time. plus yeah. years. And you'd smoked most of your life, probably, right? 
I started smoking probably when I was probably 12. Yeah. Before he, wow. before he got arrested when he was 15. <laughs> the reason why I ran away when I was 15 is because my parents wouldn't let me smoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> there we have it. <laughs> Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Oh, my gosh. So... The big I reveal. I kept getting in trouble for smoking. So we were both guilty over <laughs> not telling the truth on her. He said on his profile he didn't smoke, of course. So yeah, I did. I was like, okay, uh, yeah. But he had gone and bought a new car for me, and so I was. He's like, okay, let's go and let me. And you drove me to that little subdivision uh-huh. where you were building out those. I take you, did I take you in the You did. Night? That night, the second time we went for dinner, mm-hmm. we actually forgave each other for the lack of truth in our profile. Mm-hmm. And I, But I knew, I'm like, okay, this dude's going to quit smoking and we are not going to have this last very long. And so you drove me to that neighborhood and I, we got out and went in these houses that were drywalled you know, they were un- they were under roof, and you- the drywall was home. Mm-hmm. And you started saying, hey, well, here's where the cabinets are. I'm like, you know, I get all this. You don't mm-hmm. explain this to me. I understand this building thing. Mm-hmm. And we had a little bit of a th- common out- a common theme there. We both like real estate. And real we both, and I've never done real estate, mm-hmm. and I didn't, but I mean, my, you know, we've all, my family, we always built and sold and did a lot of things like that. Mm-hmm. My sister... My greatest influence probably in life was, you know, she was kind of a house remodeler and flipper and builder and all that. Been around it my whole life. So I'm like, okay, that's fun. That was fun. The real estate thing probably is what made me go. Because you didn't have, you didn't know who Bill Gaither was and you thought my kids had a garage band. So I knew that was not going to be our thing. Mm -hmm. And for that, I was thankful. Didn't want to do that again. Now... What made you think that I was your going to be your cup of tea? My politics. And you don't have an, an answer. And, well, I mean, and you were you were genuinely a good woman. Oh, was I? Okay, yeah, thank you. Genuinely. How yeah. did you know that? I'd lied to I you about just, my I age. Could, I, could just, I had lied to you well, about my age. Well, you explained to why you did that though. Ex- immediately, it I was, was just, so guilty it was just of that. A, it was not. You didn't start this for real. I mean, this wasn't something you wanted to, no. to, to put your profile on Match.com expecting to date anybody. So, so we dated, and I took you to meet my kids probably that week. Mm-hmm. Remember, we went to a Japanese restaurant or something in yeah, I remember. Brentwood, and you and Hope oh, were so mean to Oh, you and Hope were mean. Yes, you were. You remember Y'all that? Were mean. I have a picture of that night. Y'all were so mean to him. Yeah. You were giving him dirty looks. Yeah, they're like, why are and you here for I feel like you were throwing food at him almost. <laughs> And it was like, who uh, is this man? He's got on. Do you still have pictures? Of I remember that. I have, y'all I remember saying he's got on a leather jacket and nice yeah, khaki pants. Yeah, I remember the black leather jacket and. And y'all were making fun of his. Okay, clothes. in my defense, in that phase of my life, there were a lot of new people getting introduced to in my life. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about where, where was, I was. Where in was life. that? Where was that? It was. I where, don't know. Where that we all was. ended up going. I mean, the whole plan. I think yeah, we yeah. all went to this. I don't. I feel like it's Franklin or Brentwood. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I but, can't remember where. Well, because all we have is the Black Eyed Pea. This was before Hendersonville really built out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here. Yeah. 
cow pastures and farms and yeah, stuff. everything went up here and, and during the recession and that's right definitely not the case anymore no so there was nothing here and we went somewhere to eat and everybody i wanted you to meet everybody and it was a little i mean it was okay but were you, you like totally overwhelmed meeting everybody kind of kind of the, big, the biggest the biggest overwhelm was christmas mm. the first christmas we had i walked in and it looked like a assembly line of wrapping wrapping gifts and, and whatnot all kinds of crazy and ones. then what was even crazier was christmas when we finally had christmas yeah and uh I mean, yeah God, like preparing a, for christmas was crazy but I mean, christmas day was even crazier you gave yeah. you gave all the grandkids their presents and they're just like Everybody was tearing and throwing and <laughs> screaming and hollering. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. All ten of them, or how well, many more there was. This year we gave them money. That's how old yeah. they are now. Yeah. Yep. And, could, and, and I then you'd be, sitting, you be sitting there listening and, and uh, upstairs, door slamming, people, run, people running. And, Remember I mean, that River Ridge is, house, it, how loud those doors would slam? Yes. It was like a barn. I mean, and, and, and they would slam over and over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, just. I mean, it was crazy. Yes. It was crazy. So we left the Black Eyed Pea. We, we, you met my kids. Every, And, you know, just in defense of the brats that gave mm-hmm. you the hard time. Mm-hmm. Remember when Hope put the chocolate in your pants pocket? Yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> let me tell this story. We went to eat, and somehow she was tagging along. And this was in that same time. Yeah, that right? was at the Olive Garden, I thought. And she took a mint. It was hot outside. Yeah, you know those those mints that you yeah, could get at Olive Garden. They're my favorite. I love yeah. Andy's. Yeah. She put them in his pants pocket, and knowing they would melt. No, well, I don't know if she really knew that. I think she was trying to be good. Uh-uh. She, she what? She was trying to be. I mean. don't think so. She was trying to be Steve. mean. She was being mean. No, she was being mean. <laughs> I mean, knowing really you would, knowing you would wash and dry those, mm-hmm. and those mints would melt in the dryer. Well, I don't know if she knew that, but well, I accused well, her of it. I mean, no, I, I found them before we made it to the washing machine. I think anyway, I, I found them in my pocket. I accused pocket. her. I accused her of trying to run his pants. Yeah. But, I mean, she was... She just slipped them into my pocket, and I, I didn't know they were there. And then So they, she was they, either being really nice or not nice at being all. Being a really we'll big <laughs> Well, she tells me to this day she was just really trying to be nice, but, I, you know, I doubt it. In doubt defense it. of all of them, and mainly the adults... Mm-hmm. Everybody was bruised, mm-hmm. very bruised, very hurt. And it was, and they had basically said to me, you know what? And I've written about this a lot. You know what? We don't want my, we don't want our kids to have any more papaws or any more paps or mm-hmm. any more, you know, granddaddies. Mm-hmm. They're confused enough. They've been hurt enough. No. And I wasn't one to, like I got it. I'm like I get it. Maybe I, you know, <laughs> I don't have to, you don't have to call me Granny if it makes you uncomfortable. I was so with them on the kids having identity crisis with um, who loved them and who was going to stay and who wasn't. I got it. I was right there with them. So I kind of said, you know what, this guy's real unassuming. I want you to meet him. He doesn't need placement. He's not looking for position or placement or anything. He's just, I think he likes to hang out and talk about building houses mm-hmm. with me. Doesn't know your music, doesn't understand your music, is not interested in being a part of that scene. Might appreciate it when he hears it. It's not I can't remember the first night. Was it the first night that I ever heard them 
saying at the Guild? Was that it? Was that the first night or was it at somewhere else? I think we went downtown to the Hilton and they were doing a showcase and for the Southern Gospel Music Guild. Yeah. Well, yeah, a, that, that's where you know, you, It was a big deal back then. It had yeah. a big ballroom. It was a pretty big deal. Yeah. There was a lot of people there singing, and I took him. We'd probably been dating three or four weeks, mm-hmm. something like that. Did you enjoy it? I did. I mean, I, I was sad I didn't, I hadn't known it earlier. But yeah. it was, it, they were really they were cranking. Really, they were it was really, in their heyday. They were really good. It was big time in their heyday. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward to Good Friday. We'd been dating since February, late February. And he was ahead of me in the game of, he. I mean, he was yeah. three years, three years in and I was one year in. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. says to me. And I kind of knew where you were at. You did. In, in you know exactly what you were signing up for. You were still bitter at that time. And I'd already been through it, so. Yeah, I was, and you were. So, Good Friday, Friday, Good Friday, Friday. Yeah, that was a Friday. Mm -hmm. That was so dumb. Yeah. On Good Friday, which is always on a Friday. Right, right? yeah. You kind of met and kind of hung with this. And as I said, they were, you know, the kids didn't have a reason to dislike you. But there was no real, like, hey, that's he's awesome. There was mm-hmm. a little bit of everybody's just shifty and, you know, change is hard and, like I said, very bruised. Very right. bruised individuals, all of us. <clears throat> I was still bitter and bruised, and they were still just bruised. And so I think kids, really, after divorce, they prefer their parents never get remarried, even if their their parents are 75. Probably that's their first wish. So you pop into my house. I had a friend that was staying at my house, an out-of-town friend. And you popped in, and and this friend was, you know, a friend of my kids, a younger guy, not in a bad way, not like it sounds, but a, a younger, very, like, 20-something friend of all the kids. And he used my house basically for a hotel, which everybody did in those days. I had people coming and going, and it was kind of like a local chapter of the Holiday Inn. But he said to me, randomly, kind of outside of his lane, this guy really cares for you. I don't know if anybody said that to you already. I think everybody's got such a protective wall up. Nobody's really paying attention. But he cares about you. I'm like, really? said, he really does. He really does. His interest is your well-being. And you've not, I'm not sure you've ever had that in your life, period. You've been a caregiver. And you've had children your whole life and grandchildren for the last several years. And you've, you've, all you've done is take care of details for other people. Since you were a teenager, it's all you've ever done. We talked about this a little bit today. I've got everybody else looking like a million dollars. Makeup artist and hair and clothing bought by a professional stylist, which is, if you don't know what that is, it's somebody that goes and picks out your clothes. So I'd done that for several years for my kids. You know, was very much in control. 
if they had a pair of shoes on, I might have picked them out. You know, that, and the grandkids dressed them to the nines, bought everything in the world for them. And then we would be ready to get dressed to go to pick somewhere. Dove Awards or even the Grammys. And I'm going, what am I going to wear? I don't think I have anything. And it's, we're, re- we're getting dressed to go. Like, you know, just, and that's not, a, I'm not saying I'm a great person. I'm just saying that was my life. And it was my choice. So I had kind of shelved by self a little bit. And he, this, this guy says, you know, he cares about you. So do not, don't completely blow this. And I, you know, blown a lot of things in my life that were choices. That's clearly got who I am. Make the wrong choice. Gamble on the wrong person because... Give them 15 years to kind of mess your head up. That's And that's what I'd done a couple of times. And he said, this is different. This guy yeah. is the nurturer, and you're going to get to be nurtured. I'm glad he told you not to blow it. I really I am. Well, honestly, and I didn't have any other voices in my head because my kids really didn't totally maybe like you yet because they didn't know you. Yeah. They didn't know you. And they didn't like the idea, you know, as right. we well, walk, I can understand that. As we walked through this season with Kelly, you know, Kelly's been legally divorced for a year, almost. Yeah. Not involved with anybody, uh, you know, per se. But I can see in her eyes that she's starting to heal. And when she gets to a place that she's healed enough to say, okay, life goes on, her girls are going to be the same way. Right. Even though, even though it just takes a while, it takes a water, a lot of water under the bridge. Yeah. And then, and then eventually, you don't even, it don't even bother you anymore. What to have your parent remarried? Well, now. No, it really doesn't. Well, right. I mean, well, that was quick and fast, and it really was quick was and quick. fast. <laughs> so we, um, so on on Good Friday. You kind of knock on my door and just kind of bolt in and act like you own the place. I did, didn't I? No. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit longer, but it wasn't much. But he walks in and goes to my computer and starts, anyway, yeah, messing around. Yeah, around that the... upstairs loft area up there in yeah, we... where, where I was at. Uh... This is before we had laptops. <clears throat> we had one. Yeah. One house computer, you know, was really... Cameron, do you even remember those days? Not really. One house computer. And he was just kind of... And it was a nice day, and I had on cutoffs, and you were meandering in and out and just kind of fidgeting. And and you, you said, let's go to the courthouse and see about getting a marriage license. I said, Steve, they're not going to be open. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do remember that. What else do you remember about it? Did we go? Well, to I remember eat? we, huh? Did we go eat lunch? We went to eat at Demas's. We always remember our food. <laughs> yeah. What did you order? I don't. I don't remember that now. I slept since then. I feel like that. I know what I ordered. Do you know what you ordered? I think. What I did. was it? The the um um the the chicken. What's it called? The bro- roasted chicken. Oh, What's yeah. What's that called there? It's that, it's that half, ch- half, a, half baked chicken. Half baked chicken, yeah. And that's really good. Yeah, I think that's what I had. Okay, go on. Move on. 
Sorry, that was a food, another food interruption. Yeah. Um, but we went there and ate, and mm-hmm. then we went to the courthouse. It was closed. Right. Just and like you said. Just like I said, and we were still having a, just a nice little spring day, and I thought this was just the end of the day. And, and I was still trying to figure out how. Well, you asked me to call uh, Gatlinburg. And I mean, we, I think we attempted to call and we got a recording or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they're not going to be open either. They're actually an hour ahead of us here. So you dropped me off. I don't. Well, I I got on your your computer upstairs. Uh Remember? You didn't drop me off yet. No, I got got on the computer upstairs. You came in again. And I I started looking at, I knew that Vegas is always open. It's it's crazy. It's it's kind of a shame that you know that. <laughs> Have but you been to it, Vegas anyway, before it, me? Yeah, with a, a real estate convention. Did you gamble? Uh, maybe a little bit. Did you win? Maybe a little bit. Do you Did like? Okay, we're going to go I, into I, another I, segment. Did you do you like to gamble? I hate. I don't like gambling. It's okay, not something good. I like to do. Good because if you I'm, can't afford to lose it. You don't need. If it you've got it. a private gambling problem, no, we, uh, <laughs> let's just tell it all right. <laughs> right, it, it, that ain't that ain't what it was. Oh my gosh! Well, did you party when? So I'm going to get about three minutes of truth serum. Yeah. Did you party when you were a young man? I did. Did you party when you were a young adult? I did. What does I, party mean? Actually, 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 after my last my my divorce, that was three, the big one. The, yeah, the 13 year marriage and. I went back out to the the party scene for a little while, mm. and and I just I just don't don't like that life. I mean, don't like it at all. So, well, that works out nicely. It for works us. out good, doesn't it? Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I. Well, for thirteen years, I wasn't in that party life, but before yeah. that thirteen years, I was in the. From your twenty, yeah, twenty was, till thirty. Years. I was. I was a. A decade. I was a rebel, I guess you could you, say, in the old days. You told me a story about a guy almost killing you in an alley. So, no, we won't get into that, but he's got stories. We'll do that some other time. Okay. Let's get back to the Good Friday. So, you come in, you kind of bolt him. You, I, I was thinking you dropped me off, but maybe you just didn't talk to me. I think our conver- my conversation with you about the marriage license was over. Yeah, I don't. And I was in I my don't bedroom. remember when exactly it was, but I know that I went upstairs and I got on your computer. I looked uh, plane, trying to get to see what plane tickets would cost to go to Vegas. Yeah. And I found one, and I think back then, I mean, this sixteen years ago, I think it was about fifteen hundred dollars for a round trip for both of us. Mm-hmm. It was pretty expensive. Did you ask me if you should buy those? No. <laughs> did you buy them? I did. <laughs> How did you tell? And we, and we did. We left. And, but you here's the way. Here's the way I remember this, and I think okay. my you probably you probably remember better than I do. I think so. You probably do. Uh, you pull in my driveway. Uh-huh. I mean, you might have gotten on my computer, but you at some point you went home. Right. You did. And I, don't, you did and I don't remember that. But. And you didn't even tell me goodbye. Right. Like, you just okay. left. Okay. Like, okay, well, he cooled off. I'm good. So I started cleaning. I think I was cleaning out a closet. And you wheel back in the driveway. Feed just like 30 minutes, 40 minutes later. Literally. I don't on t- know why I went home, but go ahead. I think you went home oh, to yeah. buy those tickets. Oh, okay. 
And you wheel back in the driveway, you come in the front door, and you said, you've only got a few minutes, we have to be at the airport. Mm -hmm. And I said, where are we going? Because <laughs> you had not mentioned Vegas one time. Mm -mm. Not one time. Did you talk to me about them? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. No. No, he didn't. <laughs> there ain't no thinking to it. This is a good snapshot <laughs> of my life. Right, yeah. He didn't talk at all to me. Did you, did you call me about him? No, no. Well, I talked to you about it when it's time to go, right? When you had the tickets in your hand and said, if you don't come on, I'm going to lose this money. Yeah. <laughs> because he had these tickets and we literally had to leave to go to the airport. You know, and I went to Vegas uh. and I've never regretted it. Well. I'm, I'm a lucky man. Okay. Probably the luckiest man there is. Oh, my Lord, I'm blushing. <laughs> That's a lot. That's I mean, not true, but... Yeah. So, so... No, it's true. You come in and you tell me I have 15 or 20 minutes to get my clothes. And I'm like, I can't, I can't... What are we doing? Why? You know, I'm totally confused. And it was like, do it or don't. And my gut was really confused, but I remembered the conversation from the night before. And kind of weird, the the friend that said, "This is not like this. This is your this guy's your nurturer. You've always been the nurturer. You've always had people around you that would let you just do, do, do for them. And you've never had anybody to do for you ever. And I remembered that, and I'm like, okay, I have 15 minutes to cash in on the nurturer." that I don't really know who might be a weirdo uh, when I get to know him better. <laughs> and I had to make a really quick decision, got my stuff, which consisted of literally no luggage at all. I put lipstick, I don't know, just a, a pair of underclothes, and we headed out. I don't even think I really had a lot of makeup on, probably none. That's about yeah. how you pack for stronger, too. That's about how I do it. That's that's my role. My role with it. I you got a Walmart need some a lot. Clean underwear and lipstick. You're fine. I'm good. Yeah, I wash my. It, it, I always say to the place I have a wash and dryer. <laughs> so I can wash my clothes. If not, oh, I'll get another. I'll get another black shirt and put it in here. Um, but so I we didn't even take luggage. You didn't. Uh -uh. Take, I didn't take any daily medicines no, at that we, time. No, we went bare minimum. I don't know that you took any medicine. Yeah, I probably did. Okay, probably well, did. he probably took yeah, meds. I was, taking, I, I was taking probably blood pressure medicine. At I love time. that that's I how would... y'all gauge. <laughs> <laughs> Spontaneity. <laughs> it has nothing to do with not telling anyone. It has nothing to do with preparing. It has to do with how many medications you brought. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. He was on blood pressure yeah. medicine. It's not. But in those days. I didn't days, a toothbrush. No. Medication. I, don't I got to admit, I mean, I was nervous. I was nervous, but I felt it was right. You hadn't right. told your parents. I had told my parents. I felt it was right, though. I, Isn't that weird? Yeah. And my, so on I the just, way everything to the airport. In me, everything in me made me feel like this was right. I called the bus um, just knowing that they're going to say, please wait. Please wait. Please wait. They're on the road. And somewhere in that conversation, the bus driver heard it, yeah. overheard it. And mm -hmm. he was, you know, kind of a spiteful type. He had a he had a penchant to spread what he knew. Right. And 
and it went to the person that was would love to hurt me the most immediately. Right. And I told, so my gut, I didn't know that that leak happened while I was on the phone with the kids, but it did happen. But my gut got sick, remember? And I yeah. said to you, oh, I, I, didn't, I, I, I at that time didn't know. How much hell I lived in? No, oh, I didn't know what you would, what this was going to do. I mean, with him going out and spreading that, and then and then somebody getting out and spreading it. You did not. You had ne- Let me tell you the difference. This is really sad. You had never experienced that kind of hate. No. Mm-mm. And you lived your life in, set in a secular world, well, not I've in never, a church I've world. I've never lived in the limelight. I mean, well, I, but, I don't know about you say, I guess, limelight. In any kind of position where people were watching you. And that cared. And that everybody's yeah. going to be sitting there. Just uh, throwing dirt. Yeah. Throwing dirt at you or... Or, but that that's not really or judging you. That's not really who did it. It that was internal. Right. That mm-hmm. was an internal. That was an employee. Right. You know, spreading um, what he thought to be valuable information to right. the, the person that would want to try to take my reputation away in order mm-hmm. to make theirs better. Okay. So I have, but I have a gut. You know, I, I had a thing on this. It happened on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and the Lord warned me with a gut feeling about a specific person that was going to be vengeful and vile, and and it happened. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the Lord warns us of who who our enemies are. We don't mm-hmm. have to guess. No, you if you're walking and talking with the Lord daily, He will put those warning things in your gut. And on that day, on the, when we were on uh, Brawley Parkway. I remember just getting a sick feeling and thinking, not worry. I wasn't so much worried about us having a good life together because I felt like this was probably the Lord. Right. And in retrospect, it clearly was the Lord. Yeah. But I was worried about all of the people that were going to hurt us and just try to embarrass and and. And, and I throw. didn't. I didn't understand any of that. No, I didn't you know, didn't. I didn't know what was coming. No, you didn't. So uh-huh. we we get on the butt. I mean, and, on the airplane. And you would tell me, hey, you don't know what's. I, we got on the airplane yeah. I, on the tarmac and we're in, you know, just we're sitting there waiting for the flight to take off. And it's Friday afternoon and everything's backed up and it's a little, I'm, I'm a hyperventilating and, you know, going, okay, I'll get me off this airplane or I'm going to have a meltdown. And I'll look at you and I could still see your face. And I say to you, you have no idea and you're right. what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And almost... A plea to you to change your mind because you have normalcy and you have never experienced this kind of vitriol. What's the word? Vitriol. I wasn't worried about it and I was ready. You're ready to fight? Ready to fight. So he said, oh, it, it, it's, it'll be fine. You know, always the calm, calm me down person. It'll be fine. No, it'll, it'll be fine. Nothing will happen. I said, no, people will be ugly to us. And he's like, for what? Just, yeah. just you wait and see. Mm-hmm. We get the plane takes off. We get to Vegas. We go and try to get a marriage license. We ch- he he had a room at the Excalibur. Yeah, we flew in, and it was night, and we just kind of basically stayed up all night till it was. Well, time. you called your parents. Yeah, I called my parents. <laughs> and he and I went in the other room, and I could hear him saying, "Mom, 
I'm fixing to get married. And I could hear her voice. <laughs> like, he didn't have her on speaker or anything. You just hear her. Because she was going, to who? <laughs> <laughs> who are you going to marry? <sighs> and he goes, well... It's that you met her one time. <laughs> one time. Uh. And so there's there was that. And that was like, oh, gosh, they're going to hate me. And, and I'm that, sitting there thinking that the same thing about all your kids. You know. They're not built. Every, everything so fast. They're not built to hate. No, well, not hate. But they just my, be, I don't know. My my assessment of that, looking back at that many years later, mm-hmm. is they wanted, they did not want me to have any tarnish on me because they thought I didn't deserve it. Right. And I yeah. didn't. No. Mm-mm. And they wanted me to be able to march through the town, mm-hmm. white as snow, mm-hmm. and nobody have... And you still can. Well, of course I still can. Mm-hmm. But nobody have a thing to even say about it. Right. So, I mean, I've been, you know, alone a year, mm-hmm. divorced a year. I've it was, been divorced three years. It was, um, I had every right, you know, mm-hmm. to do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we we end up going to the hotel and, like, we were both in sort of a numb. You remember kind of being numb? Yeah. And, like, and, and wore, wore out, you know. Yeah, worn out. Kind of in that place of like, you haven't yeah. really made the full craziness yet, but you're kind of like, what we still are could, we about to do? Yeah, we we're could really it. change our not mind at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. It's kind I think of we even like talked that. about changed our mind. Yeah, we probably did. I think we did. Mm-hmm. About, hey, is this really what we want to do? Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then it was like, oh, the courthouse, I, we can, I found where we can go. We can go. It's kind of like, okay, come on. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. And so we went and got in that courthouse line with all these drunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they they got drunk the night before and they're trying to get a marriage license, I guess. Mm-hmm. I and we've flown in from Nashville and we're very sober. Yeah. yeah. And right. we were, and you know, we very, yeah. very much Christians. And we're like, mm-hmm. what a crowd. The nice <laughs> crowd to be in today. Yeah. And got the license and then decided, okay, is this what? I remember thinking, do we just go home? You know, do we just go home? And I don't remember how you chose where we were going to get. Oh, we the ended vows. up at the Little White Wedding Chapel, which is the, of Britney Spears. Of Britney Spears. <laughs> Same. Yeah, and there's so many, so many. Uh, I was looking last night just out of curiosity. There's so many people that uh, stars and stuff yes. that have got married there, including you. And she asked me. She goes, "Well, how many of them are still married?" <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Where is? Uh, who knows? Yeah, sixteen. I mean, hey, sixteen years in April. So, so the we, tax we, day. We we got married and went and got our bags and went straight to the airport. Right. Yes, tax day, yeah. April fifteenth. Uh-huh. Went back to can't the never, airport. Can't never forget that one, huh? No, and it was kind of a nice thing because, yeah. like, you can't forget our anniversary. No, there's no, It'll way, be there's like, no way to do it. Taxes or <laughs> no, here, here's the deal. Have you have you filed our extension, and did you get me a present? <laughs> <laughs> the extension is the present. Oh, yeah. And truly, I don't. We don't do presents for real. That's another another story. We really don't, because I mean, we don't need anything, and mm-hmm. and um, 
I just don't ever know when to buy him. We need to post that picture of us. That we got married and wouldn't we? Did we have shorts on? Uh-huh. I found it the other night. We were we got married like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty sad. We'll have to post it on Facebook for the promo. Pretty for this. sad. Pretty <laughs> sad. Okay. So we both look really young though. What we, what we were. I was much skinnier than now. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. A lot of of late night cake eating Mm -hmm. since that day. We get back on the airplane. We head home. We're going to the General Jackson in Nashville, which is Mm -hmm. a big showboat where the kids are doing an Easter Sunday on the next day. And my mom went, didn't she? Mm -hmm. She went to the night. But we came back in on Saturday. We're going to hear them on Sunday. We're exhausted. No sleep for a day, two days. And in the in the interim, I'm getting all of these calls that there's this awful press release yeah. that's gone out to a, something called show prep, mm-hmm. which is what radio people get to have today's news. Right. It's gone out to hundreds of radio. I don't know how many, but hundreds, maybe thousands. I couldn't really say the number. I don't know. But it would have fun facts like, you know, so-and-so is going to be in town for a concert and it's, um, it's you know, so-and-so's birthday. And did you know on this day 400 years ago, um, the, the, the King of England did such and such and just all these little things. Well, in that show prep, it had Kathy Crabb marries Las Vegas or marries Hendersonville real estate agent in Las Vegas in a quickie wedding or something like that. It sounded very scandalous. And it was written and sent out by somebody that just absolutely hated me. It wasn't yeah, really it wasn't really news. They sent a, I don't know how they got it, but they sent a link out yeah. to our marriage. In the show prep, they put a link and like I didn't even know what you know, I didn't know what a link was sixteen years ago. Right. I mean, did you? I mean, no. maybe maybe Mm-mm. you did, maybe you didn't. No. But I had no... I mean, we did an in-bed links and emails 16 years ago. The average person didn't. I barely could write an email, much less embed a link. And they embedded a link to our marriage license in Clark County, Nevada. Right. Which just was... I felt so violated. Right. And the attacks, the attacks began... The attacks began and all the nasty comments began. Right. And this was not from a real news agent. This was a private individual mm-hmm. that just wanted to make me look bad. That just right. said, hey, I'll get her. I'll do this. Mm-hmm. And he got a publicist. I wouldn't really call her a publicist, but a person that that posed as a publicist to create this and send it out as if it was from a publicity company. Right. And, of course, when the headline felt gossipy, it got included, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, ooh, that's some news there. Let's talk about that. So then the link got put on all of these chat rooms. Back in those days, we didn't have Facebook and we didn't have social media, and people went to chat rooms to be ugly right. and to be opinionated behind, you know, how they do now. Oh yeah, they get behind a computer and put a fake name with it and they go after people. Well, they did that then as well. Right. It just was a different way. It was a different way. So they went after me and I will say on this day, as I think about that 16 years ago, 
that is one of the most painful things that I've ever been to, yeah. through. It's just to feel to feel like that 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 someone is that mean spirited right. that they would literally just want to create pain for yeah. somebody else. Um, no real shock, but I yet didn't, I didn't know what to do about it. Kind I mean, of a new kind of low. Yeah, right. New kind of low. I would never do that to anybody. I remember you you went in and and had them start taking this stuff down. Well, it you? took everything in me. I had yeah. to call in every favor. I had to call in an attorney. Yeah. I mean, we. I literally worked for, I, I mean, days. And this is all crazy because we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And we still haven't done anything wrong. Right. But it was just, it was just a, a personal vendetta. Try, somebody trying to make it look like right. that, that I broke up our marriage. I broke up, right. broke up your last, Bingo. broke up your marriage. And that's yeah. not true. And I, guess I didn't that's... even, I didn't even know you till a, a, a year out. You were a year out. So mm-hmm. anyway. yeah, so it was just, okay. I don't look so bad if I make you look worse. So mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. Um, we survived it. It right. hurt. It mm-hmm. hurt. I will mm-hmm. never. And that person that created that situation, mm-hmm. that did all that chatter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Heck no. Mm-mm. Gone. See you. Bye. Right. Out of here. Right. Um, mm, that was that, that was, was tough. That was wrong. That was wrong, and it was tough, and I had a really difficult time. Right. Uh, with that kind of troublemaking, mm-hmm. you know what? I I would. I, as an employer, I will put up with almost anything. My tolerance is very high. But when you start trying to stir trouble right. and you intentionally try to do a divisive act. Which it was. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was a div- divisive yeah. act toward his, I was writing his check. Right. Yeah. I was paying him on Monday. I'm like, right. heck no. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Gone. Yep. Yep. So... How you feel about all this? The kids did learn to like you. I need yeah. to say that very clearly. They well, do love you. Well, I tell you what, I love them. I love them a lot. Um, it was hard for me to believe in the beginning that there was people that were actually real. I mean, they were out there spreading the gospel, mm-hmm. and they walked the walk and talked the talk. I mean, they they were they were for real. It was amazing to me that that, that you know. I think, but I've, I've got to where I, I mean, I didn't get to. I mean, I've got over the years where I love them a lot. I think the difference and in our kids and so. our backgrounds mm-hmm. were very, very stark when it comes to um, being in a room. You know, my kids and my our background is some you're in a room and somebody has a problem and you smack out the oil and you get off the, yeah, right. you, you start anointing their feet smacking oil right. in their ears mm-hmm. and everybody's right. praying in, in the in the spirit and it's like hold down and i tell you what was the hardest thing for me though with with them and all the kids you know when i tell you what that was Remembering all their names. <laughs> i don't think you i don't think you've mastered that there, yet. there were so many of them I'm like, oh my goodness. And then you've got twins in the mix, and then you've got all kinds of stuff. Well, what I was going to say is I think that part of our family, that whole, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even know what, what, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I know it's what It's a I'm tight-knit to... family, I'll tell you. Well, that. but that whole, that the spiritual realm mm-hmm. is such a part of our, you know, everything 
they kind of walk in the spiritual realm right. 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, every there's 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 the oh I got mud on your carpet, I'm sorry, but then they might in the next sentence be over here saying let's lay hands on Kelly cuz her back's hurting. So, right. you know, it's 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 natural and spiritual and it's kind of intermingled. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's easy for anybody to absorb when they've never done it. Right. And I think yeah. the first time that we had a, uh, you know, we kind of learned, you said, don't make me pray out loud. <laughs> I want to, I can't. And at first I was like, how dare you? But then, you know, it's, it's, there seems to always be a trade-off. And not everybody wants to pray out loud. Not mm-hmm. everybody wants to lead the service. Not mm-hmm. everybody wants to be a deacon. Not everybody wants to be a preacher. Not everybody wants to be an exhorter, right. a singer, a musician. Some people just want to love Jesus mm-hmm. and love the people who do ministry and right. support them mm-hmm. and stand in the balcony mm-hmm. screaming and hollering and waving and pushing you forward or be in the back room making sure people have water bottles and making sure that everybody has what they need. And those people, I say often, are the heroes. Those are the real heroes. We talk about, oh, someone's, Billy Graham's got stars in his crown. Of course he will. Billy Graham gave his life to the ministry. But there are going to be other people with the same kind of crowns as Billy Graham you've never heard of. Because their entire life was spent passing off, oh, you go on and lead the prayer. But then they're they're picking up the dirty dishes and washing them, and they're making sure that everybody has a place to sit at the table, mm-hmm. and they're making sure that everybody mm-hmm. had what they needed that day, and no title, and maybe not even that retail gratitude, the oh you're so wonderful, oh I love your Facebook page, oh I love your singing. Oh, I love your preaching. Oh, I love your church. Oh, I love your this. No title, no nothing. Just back here. I mean, I'll, I'll just give an example. You're you're back here in the background trying to help. And I don't know if I can talk about this, but I'm going to. So mm-hmm. nobody can stop me if it's my podcast, right? That's right. You're back here in the background in this in this real estate um, transaction for Aaron and Amanda. And restoring hope, the body, the church body, to have this church. put You've put in a lot of energy and hours and time. And only because... I mean, because I love them. It's it, what it, you it, want it, to happen. And their family. And, and, we, will, and we will never... Mm-mm. you if, if they tried to make a deal of that, you would go hide in the closet. Right. right. That's right. I ain't looking. Yeah. And he doesn't like that kind of attention. And I don't, I'm not even really, probably shouldn't even say it here. But my point is, you're one of those servanthood people that is so willing to get, let somebody else let the light shine on them. And you get the reflective light, which is usually the better light for a picture. <laughs> so. You're probably the most photogenic because you get all, all that reflective light. <laughs> and, and, I mean, even with me, that's your, that's been your life role with me. He's your moon. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want you to boo me. <laughs> well, you're my sunshine, honey. Did you catch my moon joke? Yeah, I did. <laughs> We're trying to have a sweet moment and you're talking about <laughs> somebody mooning. <laughs> 
And welcome to Kathy. Yeah, there you go. She's like, ooh, it's getting too emotional. We're gonna make a joke. Let's let's, let's kill this right here. Ooh, I don't do this. I don't do this mushy stuff. Not a mushy woman. But that was kind of mushy what I just said, right? Mm-hmm. It was pretty mushy. So anyway, we got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. Is that does that mean something bad? Is that, you know, I don't know that I've ever heard that. I don't that's an I old that's either. an old Johnny and June song. Hotter than a pepper sprout. We got married in Jackson. We've been talking about Jackson ever since. I don't know. If, if that was a, a connotation of a sex, that's not what it was. Just saying. Wow. But we did. Wow. We did. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast, is it? I'm just saying. That was not <laughs> when I got married. She don't even want to think about anything like that. My granddaughter is red. Grand- <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. She's, I'm happy to hear about the wedding. Don't want to know anything after. <laughs> well, <Yeah, right. laughs> anyway, we got married fast and furious. And I mm-hmm. don't recommend it, but it was the saving grace for the next 24 months of my life. I was going to walk through lawsuits, every kind of thing in the world to try to pull my kids out of the collective ministry and get them unentangled to be able to have individual ministries and there were a lot of people that didn't want that to happen and they sit and we had a couple of people sue us and it just went on and and it cost i them. didn't really realize how you would even get through that i mean my nerves were so tore up during that time and you would you would be going through it and then then all of a sudden you just flip over here and uh okay it's birthday for so and so and i'm still over here going oh my god how are you doing this? How are you shifting yeah. gears like this? I mean, this right here is, is driving me crazy. It was rough. Yeah. I mean, and you did it. Cost us a lot of money. Yeah. Cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. A lot of money. And you you saddled into all of the financial hardship of the moment, and we just made it, and mm-hmm. here we are, and mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. End of end of subject. I just Do wish you think I'd, we'll be I married wish, forever? I'm hoping so. Do I mean, you ever that's see what I'm your, planning though? <laughs> do you ever see yourself doing what these things where these people say, you know, I'm going to trade. You, you're you're now seventy. I'm going to trade you in for two thirty-five year olds. No. <laughs> I've, heard, no. I've heard these old men say jokes like that. I'm not right. seventy. Yeah. I'm sixty-six. That'd be two thirty-three year olds. Right. Well, How about that? No. Okay. Don't, well, think maybe, so. Don't think so. Well, maybe I'll let you stay then. Well, that's good. I'll, bet yeah. they can't cook like you. <laughs> I bet they can't either. Yeah. Well, all right, Steve, you have anything else you want to say? I think this is a pretty long podcast already. Yeah. We probably need to wrap it up. Right. We've covered yeah. everything from... Uh, we've covered a lot. I would just say if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it again. Well, that's a win. That's a win. <laughs> When you have to think about it. Yeah, if I had known... Um, would you? Yeah, but I would have probably made sure I didn't call the bus. Oh, yeah. That day. Okay. I would have done that differently. Right. I would have not well, it would have set myself it. up for that pain. Well, you know what? That's it, it, a real good first test, though. Yeah. You know? You pretty much immediately kind of got to see what yeah. the relationship was made of, and it was clearly... Strong. Well, I'm saying the 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 leak, the yeah. employee leak, and the mm-hmm. just the vile yeah. hatred that came right. from the internet. Inter- right. Listen, the internet is phenomenal, and we are going to put this podcast on all these platforms. 
through the internet. So it's wonderful. It's a tool for the ministry. It's a tool for prayer, mm-hmm. tool for salvation, all that. But man, mean people get to be 25 times meaner when they hide behind a, a fake name. Right. They, the, the, just the vicious, the vicious attacks are just not okay. Not okay. No. So I, that, that is an overarching uh, regret that I, I call the bus. But besides that, we're, I think we're good. Right. <laughs> I think all in all we're good. That's a very small negative, I think. So what's been your most memorable moment? I wish I could talk. What's been your most memorable mo- moment of the last 16 years? Hmm. You get three. I'll give you three. You give me three. Uh, you know what? I don't. I can't really. There, there's a lot. I don't of, do well with a, those questions. I don't either. either. That's a, there's a lot of lot of things probably, but I, I just. I have one. I have three. I have the moment when we sat in the driveway. Uh-huh. Oh and, yeah. And I we knew no, our financial future was in this envelope. Of yeah. We, we were going to be sued or yeah. not. Yeah. that that's for that at the top of the list. Six right or seven or whatever million dollars, and mm-hmm. we knew they were going to come for us. Right. And before we opened the envelope, when you said either way, I'm here. We'll work through it, and I'll I won't abandon you. That is a memorable. That's probably my top most memorable moment. And I guess the other two would have to do with maybe when we went to Israel mm-hmm. and I got to see you enjoy. Yeah. You know what? I was glad you made that happen. And, 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 and I mean, it, it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you made that happen and I think you made that happen for me. Yeah, of course and I did. So, but there's a lot of people that got a blessing out of that and, and I'm, at the top of the list. Well, you wanted, you don't. I got I got baptized in the Jordan River, which yeah. I thought was amazing, amazing, being that Jesus was the same place. Well, you so, don't really give a lot. You don't have a lot of requests. You know, he doesn't ask for a lot. Mm-hmm. And you had said since we married, I wish I'd have gotten to go to Israel when you did. I wish mm-hmm. I'd have known you then mm-hmm. because that's a bucket list thing. I want to do that. And then when, as we got older and I was starting to feel my age creep up and, when, you know, I, I was like, you know, you know we, probably, we need to knock this trip out. Yeah, we probably wouldn't ever be able to do it now. No, so. or and plus, plus, plus and we hit it I don't want to wear a mask. You know, I don't want to wear a mask. So mm-hmm. it, it, we, God was in that. The time mm-hmm. it felt like the Lord, it was the Lord. And it was, that was great right. memories. I think the, the loyalty that you had through that bus accident mm-hmm. of undergirding me and the family, mm-hmm. and then seeing you in Israel, just my Steve moments, mm-hmm. these are my mm-hmm. most memorable Steve moments. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, I guess maybe the third one is when um, you've been so supportive when all my family members have passed away. You know, my brother mm-hmm. died and my sister and my mm-hmm. other sister and mm-hmm. my mother and mm-hmm. You know, and close behind would be the support you lend my kids daily. Mm-hmm. I'm just that's kind of I'm so used to that. That's a daily ongoing thing. You're you're kind of a good support system for all of them. I, but the I, I support you lended me during the death of my family right. was really over the top. Talk about support system. I think you would be the the, the matriarch of all that. You know, 
as far as well as far as the what you have for these kids and and how fast you can get you can be on one thing getting one thing done and move on to the next thing or have three things going at one time that are that they would take a, a team to do me and Cameron <laughs> yes <laughs> we I mean, the team it's amazing to me what you like you go to you go to um, uh, Pigeon Forge you go to Pigeon Forge and you write a book in a in a week yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's crazy. It is crazy. And while she's there, she's helping two kids look for houses. She's helping one close. She's helping one decorate. She's right. helping... Right. Yeah. Right. Any one, th- any one thing would be overwhelming or could be overwhelming. And, and she's... I don't know how you do it, to be honest with you. Well, I'm feeling really, like, embarrassed of the compliments. <laughs> that's what you just say. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you make my head... You know, I was told in the beginning... Uh, and when I, before I married, I don't know, was it before I married you? Or, no, it was after I married you. They told me to uh, hold on. If you're going to marry her, you better hold on. Just well, buckle up. I think this... you did. <laughs> Can I tell this? What is it? There I don't know. Are what are you going to tell? What are you going to tell? Steve's a nervous Nelly, and there are times that he wears a belt and suspenders. <laughs> he hides the suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> I will not let him. Have the suspenders and the belt show. It's a very, very big no-no. Uh-huh. But you, he's nervous and he wears a belt and suspenders at times and they're hidden. But here's the deal. People like you that are nervous about life that wear belts and suspenders at the same time, mm-hmm. people like me are a challenge for you. <laughs> but it's all good. We made right. it. We yeah, made, we made it. it. Mm-hmm. Double suspenders. You know, in all these years we've been married, you still haven't slowed down. You don't slow down. You got fourteen things going at once all the time. You if you don't, if you don't have anything going on, you start going crazy and like I've got to get something going on. So I mean, you just you, you wish I would maybe stop that. Well, I don't know. It, it'd make for a lot more boring deal, probably. So you're basically saying I'm your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he just said? <laughs> You take it as how you want to. Yeah. You should take it as a compliment. I think. Okay. I think I did. We'll do it. I was almost going to tell something, but it might be embarrassing, so I won't. All right. I guess we're all done here. Yeah. Is there... What are... Do you have any favorite moments in our marriage? Just make up something if you don't have any favorites. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot... Like I said, there's a lot of favorite moments. Uh, for instance, like the, like the Israel deal, that was a favorite moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about that card I gave you? What that what you gave me? What? Your Father's Day card I gave you oh, when that, I was little. Oh, <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. When Cameron was little, she was probably quite Cameron eight. Yeah. She had she made Steve a handmade card because mm-hmm. I'm sweet. Like, like she that. took a piece of. of construction paper mm-hmm. and colored on it and put a flower on it or whatever. <laughs> Love Cameron. I, you were probably seven. Yeah. And on the front of the card, and Crystal should have preempted this, but she thought it was so funny. She was not going to stop it. Mm-hmm. Cameron says, happy F day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we I still mean, have that seven year old knows how to spell fathers. <laughs> Yeah, so happy F day. That was pretty great, actually. Pretty yeah, great. Right. 
So, Israel, I'm, I'm getting two more things out of you before we hang up. Well, Israel, um, I don't know, just life and everyday life with you, I guess, is, is exciting. Specifics, but, honey. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know, like these, these stronger women conferences that you do. Do you love them? I, I do love them. I do. I think it's, I mean, I love watching. God move. Watching, watching God move, yeah. So. so we've got Israel and Stronger. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean. Honestly, here's, a, here's how, why you're struggling. Because everything we do mm -hmm. is really rooted in the bigger. Yeah. We really, our personal time, we go to Florida and do the little winter stuff. Mm-hmm. And have a little R and R there, and sleep and eat, and sleep some more, and whatever. Mm -hmm. But everything we do, like mm -hmm. we don't go do a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. couple stuff, because we have such a big, uh, kind of a big demand on our time for the things we do. Right. That we make our memories inside the memories. Does right. that make sense? That's correct. I look at you and see you in the back of a room. You got an altar full of women, mm -hmm. broken teenage girls and old women with struggles and I see a hundred women in the altar crying and people praying for them and I look back and you're back there just going <laughs> you know you're just boohooing mm -hmm. at watching what God's doing mm -hmm. so I think what you've really just told me is your favorite thing about me is you, the things I do I tell you I tell you uh yeah kind of the things that's the what things. you just told me yeah and I, I like watching the grandchildren sing you know and stuff i mean the anointing on their life you know yeah. is is huge aren't you proud of cameron i am for quitting a job I am. that she hated and coming to work for the cause of yeah. ministry and it's amazing that you've got so many talented and they're smart you know they're, they're all smart. smart they're all smart yeah smarter than us mm -hmm. thank the lord Okay, we're done. We love you, Cameron. I love you, Steve. Love you, honey. Thank you for 16 years. Maybe we'll have 116 more. Wow. That would be like Old Testament ages. Y'all would be real old. Real yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah, really want to go for that many. I don't think I do either. Let's, do, let's go for 30 more. That'll work. That would put, that would put me at 90. 30 would put me at 90, yeah. No, let's do 40. Let's, go, let's settle on 40. How about 50? No, no 50 too much, too isn't it? Yeah. 40 years. Let's do 40 more. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. And you all, thanks for listening. It's been a long rambling episode. It's our life. We do ramble. Mm. And we do. I do talk a lot. Um, no. If you want to help us populate this podcast, you can like, share, five-star reviews, always good comments. If they're going to be nasty comments, go comment on somebody else. I only want good comments. That's how I roll. Right, Cameron? That's right. And you all be blessed and have a wonderful week in Jesus' name. Bye.